This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon, and tonight we've got a fair number of our guests with us again. We're still one person down, so the turtle has consumed another victim, uh, but it regurgitated one? Is that what we're going to... Yeah, it regurgitated Ew. one of its victims, and now it's out, so why <laughs> don't I introduce who we have with us tonight? Um, speaking of our regurgitated victim, I'm going to say regurgitated too many times tonight, I the word is already getting very weird yeah regurgitate um so speaking of which lost and hyrule is back lost do you want to tell everybody who you are for anybody who may not know who that is he said the name lost and hyrule i serve as a moderator on the uesp discord and i do some editing on the wiki and that's that's the main intro stuff awesome i've seen my my webcam has finally caught back up to my voice for the first like few minutes there i could see myself talking in the past and it was a very odd experience i feel um, like sometimes you should add a bonus question because lost is too prepared now he, he is a bit prepared need, isn't he <laughs> we we need a like a wham question to make lost get back off balance awesome well we'll do that right now with alara alara can you tell everybody a bit about yourself I'm Alara, and I'm an admin on the UESB forum and Discord, and I edit the wiki and just do a whole bunch of stuff in the community. Awesome. See, she thought I was going to do something crazy and ask her another crazy Excuse question. Excuse me. And then I, I didn't. have to run away really quick because it just started hailing, so I need to hide my car in the garage. Okay. <laughs> we'll stall while you're gone. Um, and speaking of stalling, we have AKB playing what appears to be ESO and one of the new patches, which we'll be discussing very soon. So, AKB, can you introduce yourself while... We hope that Lost in Hyrule doesn't uh, get caught in the hail. I am AKB. I have journeyed through many Elder Scrolls communities, <laughs> but I ultimately settled on the UESB, where I attained the position of administrator. Dun, dun, dun. After many conflicts, I also started working on this podcast and i don't really have anywhere else for this to go oh i, think I like a... wincy's comments there that's what happens when you don't enchant your car against frost damage <laughs> good job lost <laughs> awesome so i guess we might as well move over to our scholarly pursuits
Okay, so we'll fill in Lost in Hyrule's um, scholarly pursuits, and he was lost during a hailstorm. So I after he he narrowly escaped the death via lemon turtle, and he ends up dying to hail. So that's a bit sad. You know what? He did write down what his scholarly pursuits. He so didn't I'll though. Answer for him. Um, those did. are from last week. Oh, I accidentally copied those over, <laughs> so we can't even use those. I'll start though. Um, because mine actually are a tie over from last week from the end of our show. Um, I didn't really get to do too much this week. Um, it's so two weekends ago we had Canadian Thanksgiving, except for my brother couldn't make it in from Manitoba where he's living right now. So I did Canadian Thanksgiving this week. So that was a whole crazy thing. So again, my weekend was super swamped and busy, uh, and crazy times. Um, so I really didn't get a chance to play much of anything, but I did do a little bit of looking into stuff and I found out after our discussion last week about Stadia that they've announced that ESO will not be a launch title for Stadia, Mm -hmm. which makes me super sad because it was originally going to be, and now it's being pushed to 2020. So I actually don't think I'm going to pre-order the Founders Edition because that was like one of the main things I wanted it for is to be able to play like... ESO on my phone and not have to so worry what about I'm, it. So what I'm hearing, Pylon, is that... You weren't right. He was right. Nope. That is incorrect. <laughs> that is not what we have heard at all. Pylon um, incorrect? <laughs> Pylon incorrect. Basically. Nope. He is incorrect. AKB is still wrong. I still think it'll be a great service, but it doesn't have any games I want to play at launch. Um, well, at the pre-launch. The real launch is in 2020, but they're doing the early access rollout in November. So I'm going to wait for other people to try it out first, and then I will get it once ESO is available. Um, other than that, I did a bunch of Legends. Um, I'm really bad right now. My V deck that was just my Exalt deck that I've been running forever, and that's all I've done, has basically given up the ghost and i can't get really good wins out of it anymore um so i really need to build a new deck um i have a bunch of decks but they're all just kind of like the pre-made ones like the theme decks or different things like that um so i decided that was a good chance to do the arena and the arena is really fun i really like running arena because i don't have to worry about all the cards that i don't have because i don't have like a great collection as of right now, I've got mostly like the commons and rares, but I'm missing a bunch of like the key legendaries. Um, and then you just do an arena run where you basically get no legendaries. Uh, so you don't have to worry about facing other people with really, really strong constructed decks all the time. Um, so I think I went seven and two one game, five and two another game, or five and three. And then what was the other one I went? I went one more. I might still be in the middle of it. So I'll have to go yeah, check that one out. returned. Lost has returned and does not seem injured. Nope. Fun story. I got a concussion once from hail. I got hit in the back of the <laughs> head by golf ball sized hail and Ugh. it gave me a concussion. That's one of the nah. four times I've had a concussion. Jeez. So I'm basically a hockey player in the NHL. Yikes. Yeah. Well, you've got all kinds of stories about getting hurt and stuff. Yeah. So if you ever just don't see me um, show up to the podcast one week, I probably just succumb to concussion related injuries. Um, and speaking of concussion-related injuries, Lost in Hyrule is back. Now we can ask you, while you're still catching your breath from running back from your car, what you've been up to the past week. Or two weeks, because it's been a while. Right. Um, 
actually my notes from last week that I made before I couldn't be on the show. Oh, we could have used them. <laughs> I told AKB I actually copied them over so he couldn't use them because <laughs> he was just going to read them for you. I mean, you basically could have. Apparently, that was all I really got done in the last week as well. Um, in pinball, so I made a lot of progress in that. And I got my magic level all the way up to 90. So my magic quest within Skyrim Pinball is now complete. Hooray. And the entire reason I went to level 90 was for an extremely minute piece of trivia. <laughs> so when you gain, like different things happen in the game, you get little voice lines like level up or skill increased. And at level 90, you get a skill increase. And you, at level 90 in magic, you also unlock every spell. And so if I leveled up with my magic level going up to 90 at the same time, I would figure out the exact order of priority for all of those voice messages. And I know it. It's level up, skill increased, you learned a new spell, you gained a new ability. So I can document on th that on the wiki now for all those people <laughs> that are going to be interested. I don't think they were <laughs> planning on anyone discovering that. They maybe didn't, but I do know. They program. Yeah, that's pretty cool that you did discover it. Yep. So now I'm going to get my smithing up to level 100 because then I can make dragon bone weapons and document the last of the items that I need before I've documented every single item in the game. And that means I need to make like 40 more iron daggers, something like that. So classic Skyrim this experience. This is a pinball game. This is a pinball game, yes. I need to craft about 30 or 40 more iron daggers and I'll be there. Does progress exist outside of a game? Yes. Or it's not just like you have to, you've been like playing this one pinball game and you keep like pausing it and then coming back no. to it. Like, okay. No, a lot of stuff is saved. Basically, any skills your character gains are maintained along with any factions you've joined. Um, whether you have a horse or not, all that stuff is maintained between playthroughs. Okay, so that's that makes sense then. I was going to say, that seems like a lot of effort if you're like, I can't. If I lose, I lose everything. Yeah, that would be absolutely horrific. And It's more like playing a roguelike, whereas Skyrim is like, you keep just taking little sessions, playing with your same character and keep making your character better. So that's my pinball story. Um I got my horse armor in Legends last weekend, which is just the coolest little bonus card. <laughs> so uh, I heard this marks the end of the world for Legends because such a dangerous president. You did hear that. I remember talking <laughs> with you about that. There was, um, so you guys probably remember, but the horse armor is a special bonus card that you only got by participating in the gauntlet last weekend. And you either had to pay gold coins or you had to pay event tickets and you can buy event tickets with cash. And so someone was upset that there's now content that you can only get basically through exclusive means. And so they're paywalling cards. Now, this card is worse than other cards just flat out. It's a zero cost plus zero plus one compared to a zero cost plus zero plus three, which is Maple Shield. But also, they were going to make the card soul summonable later on. So it's not a big deal. But people were tweeting like it was a very like disgusting... The end of the world. <laughs> like a very disgusting marketing tactic. It's too bad. But it's a pretty card and really funny. It's, it's a power move if you pull that out. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's like, like playing, like a if you use a Dorian fan in your deck. Like I've actually silly. seen a lot of legitimate people using the Dorian fan, which is sad. Same here. <laughs> it shows up a lot in the lower like garbage tier that I play at. So. And there's probably some situation where it's vaguely workable, like a deck where you like constantly have buffs as soon as you're summoned. Maybe he's okay. But even then, there's probably a lot of better options. <laughs> yeah. So you play it for the memes. Um, in Blades, I did all of the new quests that came out with Witches Festival. The last one, like there is a very wide level range they cover. The last one killed me a lot. So once again, I'm out of Revive Scrolls. Great. Which one was that? the one where you deal with the monster that abducted people from that village. Mm. Um, the orc sends you to go investigate why his sister hasn't written a letter back to him. Oh, yet. right. And it's like mm -hmm. the big troll or. Yep. Yep. Because and that then was like he goes like, Oh wait, I forgot my sister didn't know how to write. And then it's <laughs> everyone laughs at the end. Dude, you can't say that about orcs. Ah, <laughs> uh, quick. Whoa, uh, um, and then the other thing is that we started a Molag ball game, which I don't know if you guys talked about. We talked about it a bit last week. I feel like week, you mentioned yeah. it briefly. Yeah, the last time we did. We're Wait, you haven't followed up and written notes about what we did last week lost? I watched the video. I actually, I listened to the podcast um, on audio. He did. But, but <laughs> did I oh, I was joking. I didn't expect you to. <laughs> the Molag ball section was short. I faintly remember it. But yeah, we I just couldn't. kind of mentioned what it was and how to play, so... I blame AKB for the hail thing because he just said we need something that puts lost off balance and then immediately something that did that really did it. <laughs> yeah, the Molag ball game is pretty fun. We get to like really chat about it happily after. So it's a fun little balance to strike. Yeah. Doing it. It's a good way to blow off steam because I can just be like, I'm just going to accuse everybody of being bad. Great. I accuse you of being a terrible, evil Molag ball worshiper, and I want you to be executed to your friends. Yeah, that's, that's how, great. That's how all games should work. Agreed. So that's <laughs> my uh, that's my scholarly pursuits. That's all if my. You want to experience? Uh, if you want your friends and family to wish death upon you, you can also experience this by playing Monopoly. <laughs> it's not wrong. True. Yeah. Except the Molag Ball accusations are probably less likely to come up. Uh, Not if you get the Elder Scrolls version <laughs> of Monopoly. That's just true. Or That's just in general. Does Elder Scrolls Monopoly have any Molag Ball references? I don't think so. Okay. Oprah owns it, so we're going to have to have her open that in check later. It is Skyrim Monopoly, right? Yeah, Skyrim. Yeah, so that makes sense that they wouldn't have it. You need to document it for the wiki, by the way, Alara. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, merchandise in general. But especially the board games. Well, speaking of I the queen, and queen of merchandise, Alara, what have you been up to the past? Uh, really not a lot. I, I did the remaining two uh, Witches Festival quests in Blades that I hadn't done yet, which were the troll and spider ones. And then a um, little bit of Elder Trolls Online, but not much well, at all. Why do we have Witches Festival in Blades but not in ESO right now? It's going to start soon in ESO. Because I... Blades only updates once a month. But hasn't Witches Festival already happened in, in... the Tamrielic yeah. calendar? Yep. Yes. Wait, what day does it happen on? The 13th of Frostwall. Oh, okay. 
Well, they needed to release Dragon Hold, and then that to yeah. sit for a little if, bit. So maybe we'll see them not wanting to do ESO both. ESO Hall days are just completely insane. We've been over this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just a little bit of ESO. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got it. I'm really excited to go in and play Dragon Hold. I respect my um, Khajiit Necromancer to an Argonian Necromancer because I still have those three race change tokens. Um, Me too. And I just didn't like the Khajiit. So I'm like, I just needed an Argonian. I love Argonians. Really? I love Argonians. And was that purely an aesthetic choice or was that actually a statistical gameplay thing? I think there is actually, I am in a worse place statistically now. Um, okay so it's so it was because but, of the aesthetics yeah 100 aesthetics yeah i have zero belief that this character will ever run a trial because i barely run a trial as is um so i'm not too concerned about what what how what if i'm gonna lose like 1000 k dps on him sure maybe i'll just make him into a tank and then i'll be fine everyone knows that the end game of every Elder Scrolls game is fashion scrolls and yes. not whatever nonsense they want to say it is. Oh, you gotta go kill this dragon. Now I'm just gonna get a fancy armor set and go plant some flowers. Is there any Elder Scrolls game that is called Fashion Scrolls besides ESO? Uh, you can definitely say that about Oblivion and Skyrim. And Morrowind, since your endgame stats make it so your equipment doesn't matter. Hmm. It's true. I think at the end of Morrowind, my entire goal was just to get um, a full set of Daedric armor. Or a full, full set of glass armor, depending on which character I was playing. I don't think I actually really cared about becoming stronger at some point. Okay. So, I concur. AKB, how about I yourself? What have you been up to? Man, what haven't I been up to? Like, do you want me to list everything you haven't been up to? Yes. Go. You haven't traveled to Canada during the past week. You haven't uh, solved any major um, math like math problems. Okay, this you is bumming me out too much. <laughs> yeah. Let's just discuss all the things you post. haven't done. It, it it would get really insulting towards the end, I'd imagine. So <laughs> I'm just gonna cut that off and say, not much I can really talk about has been going on. You know, we're working on our various USB projects always. Uh, what the heck just happened? Okay, never mind. My character froze in place for a second. Uh, this is kind of a red letter day since Dragonhold came out. So. Everything's been kind of up in the air. For I, the uh, I also the... Uh, contacted a witch's cousin and cast a curse on Lost, so hail would fall onto his car. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. The uh, phrase "red letter day." I only can think of Half Life Two when I hear it uttered. Like I hear it in the yeah. professor's voice. Yeah, I can see that. I, that is all. It, it makes me think of. Uh... Aladdin, the whole new world, every moment, red letter. <laughs> I think that's the only place I can think of. I've heard it really besides. Wait, oh, yeah. is that the actual lyric? Yeah. Is, that, I don't... is it? Whole new world lyrics. Oh my god, this is <laughs> such. See, here's the thing people go like, oh, AKB uh, derails the others. 
And now we're talking about Aladdin. I love Aladdin. My I this is pretty important, though. <laughs> well, while Lost looks that up, we'll have it right when we get back into the news. It is saying that a red letter day on a calendar <laughs> is a day of special note. Uh, used to be that the only simplest solution would be literally just using red ink instead of black ink. That would be a red letter day. So holidays are red letter days. Major events in your life are red letter days. That is what that term means. So Big you've learned something today. Is. <laughs> it's saying that every day of your life would be special. It's actually every moment. Hmm. Um, so on that note, now that all of our listeners have completely checked out that we're now an <laughs> Aladdin podcast, uh, tune in next week where we discuss a different Disney movie. I think we'll be discussing uh, The Fox and the Hound and how it makes me sad every time I see it. I can talk about The Fox and the Hound at length. We're not going to I... talk about The Fox and the Hound at length. Because it makes me too sad. But there is one version of the story that I'm okay with. Um, the moral we will, of the story. Okay. Fox and the we will discuss this in the after show. <laughs> Since Ooh, my stay around. Cut off, can I have one comment? One comment. The moral of the Fox and the Hound is that society will always keep friends apart. That is the moral. You're not wrong. Um, so we do have a decent amount of news to go over tonight because it's all related to Elder Scrolls Online launching Dragonhold. So we've got a few things we want to mention. Uh, but before we do, I would just like to remind everybody that we are running an Extra Life campaign this year. Uh, so if you want a chance to uh, donate to us or join our team, I'll be including the links to that in our show notes and in the Twitch chat if you're watching live. Um, while I just quickly remember to uh, get those links for you while we do that. Um, but what we're doing at Extra Life, if you don't know what it is, it's a community where you play games to help raise money for local children's hospitals for the people that are raising money. Uh, so we have a lot of people that are uh, working on raising money for that. And as well, we have challenged the other Elder Scrolls podcasts to do a little bit of a contest to see who can raise the most money amongst each other uh, to get the other ones to do some hilarious and embarrassing antics. So stay tuned for more information about what hilarious antics you could end up with. Um, on behalf, uh, other than that, though, do we want to start talking about our ESO news? Um, Lost, do you want to get us kicked off while I grab links for some other things? Sure. So the big thing is that, hey, Dragonhold came out, and all of the stuff associated with that patch is the uh, big thing that we care about. Though I do see a red message here that it's red letters that someone it's a red shared. Letter message. If somebody wants to describe <laughs> that and how awesome it is. So I first. would like to remind everybody because I always forget to do this, but it's free skill respects. So I always forget to do my skill respects. And then I look at my characters and I'm like, why do I have all of these things in like, what is the one I always put uh, skill points into and then decide I never want it is uh, Oh, two handed weapons. I have like two characters that I'm like, I'm going to go to two-handed weapons with this character. And then I never have used it, but I continuously don't want to spend money on respecting it. So I'm going in on every single one of my characters and just blowing everything away. So go do that now. You have a week. They usually give us does a that, week to do it. So, Does that include attribute respects or just skill? I think it's just skills. 
Um, okay. I'll have to double look, but or double check, but I'm pretty sure it's just skills. So go in there and respec everything you have. Still a very nice bonus. Is that because of the Dragonhold patch coming out? Or is that just an unrelated bonus that they're giving people right now? They always, they usually, when there's a big changes to skills or things like that, uh, they mm -hmm. give you the free respects. Well, I get you. Well, that's very nice of them. Thank you, Zoss. Yes. Makes things a little bit easier. So the Dragonhold patch that came out, obviously the biggest thing is that Dragonhold, all the story stuff associated with that, the new zone, you go to Southern Elsewhere now, and there's more quests with dragons, and you reform the Dragon Guard. And the Dragon Guard Sanctum is a pretty cool feature, at least the way they've explained it. You actually building up this base and recruiting people to it. So as you go through quests, you're going to have more allies, more services, more shops and special stuff that you can buy, so like achievement furnishings and things of that sort. So you'll have this place that's growing with you as you complete this story, which is pretty sweet. Um, Alara, did you hear about the dragons? Dragons? Yeah, dragons. Yeah. We go ahead dragons. and tell the stuff about the dragons, because I liked it, and they also had a, few, a cool few quotes inside the patch notes on it. So there are new dragons, frost and storm dragons. The uh, AI seems to have changed. And I guess the quotes are, mm -hmm. the creatures themselves have grown bolder, chasing enemies across the battlefield to rip into them with tooth and claw. Dragons tire of their environs and take to the skies when they are not engaged. So those who dare challenge them must be prepared to fight or give chase. So my only experience with the dragons was two weeks ago when we did the dragon slaying on stream. What does this sound like compared to the things you guys experience with dragons? Like you who are more familiar. I don't know. Like I, I've done so, the dragons a few times, but. Yeah, basically uh, right now um, from my experience with them, they there's a couple spots that they can appear but they don't like move from that location so that this makes it sound like they're going to move to different locations and um also right now dragon pretty much stays in place like maybe he'll fly it's, up to a rock yeah. for a little bit and attack from there but he kind doesn't attack he doesn't really attack specific players they just like swings his tail or bats his wing out not really mm -hmm. focusing on anyone specific so it sounds like he's going to be a lot more dangerous now yeah, when I hear that, it makes it sound like they can specifically be a person and walk, walk Osen and then make them dead, which, you know, a dragon could do and probably should do. But mm -hmm. previously, they're just an MMO boss where they are there and they're doing their AoEs. If they're actually can able to move around and target individual people, that'll make them terrifying. <laughs> and I hope yeah. it works out well. Yeah. That sounds super they cool. They are tough things. <laughs> and then... I shared this earlier on in the Discord, but AKB, did you see that other line that they shared? And do you have any idea what it means? Which other line? So it says uh, the, here. I can I can cover there for a second. Yeah. It says like the rumors of dragons that manipulate the flow of time have spread through the taverns and caravans of elsewhere, as have tales of long dead skeletons erupting from the earth to serve draconic masters. So the second one just sounds like some dragons are now necromancers, and right? so. They're going to uh, summon adds to the fights. But the first part... That is part... Uh, something I've already seen, yeah. Okay. So oh, what does that look like? Today? He's playing right now. Oh, yeah, oh, he's it... playing Dragonhold right now. My bad. I don't have the stream <laughs> visible. Oh, right, ah. yeah, because I need to fix that. I need two monitors. I really need two monitors. 
So you've seen the necromantic part. What about the time yeah. manipulation part? I haven't noticed anything about that, to be honest, yet. Uh, and I did do uh, Dragon Hold in the, what's it called? PTS. Yeah, PTS. So one user on Discord, they mentioned that they got a dragon down to like 1%, and then the game crashed, and they guessed that might be time manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> but some of us think that might just be a bug and could be unrelated. No, I think that might be related. It could be. That's some... So... If anyone figures out what the time manipulation thing is and it's just a cool mechanic in the open world, tell us on Discord, on UESP, because I would definitely like to know. Um, some, then, uh, oh, so, so some of the other changes we have that are more, uh, I guess, system-related than actual like lore or gameplay things. Is a, there's a new activity finder. Uh, apparently it looks the exact same, but it's completely different underneath. Which will be awesome because, as I've said many times before, I basically only pug things because my schedule, I never really have people around when I'm actually playing. I pop on for an hour or two and then pop off for months on end, it seems. <laughs> it's been too long. Uh, and they've revamped everything. So they said it's going to be better under load. Uh, it won't have as many issues. Uh, Battlegrounds now let you in as soon as you are ready. And keep trying to get new players for up to five minutes before booting you. And there's no lever penalty at that point, which should be really great for actually getting groups in Battlegrounds. Because um, I know that's been an absolute pain before. A lot of the issue is that, you know, you'd have everybody ready up except two people. And then the entire queue cancels and you wait again. Wait forever, yeah. Now, everybody that readies is in the match and you're ready to go as soon as one other person is ready to ready up yeah. or whatever it's a much better system yep um the alliance war section was removed since no one can even use it <laughs> sense um and there's a memory management overhaul so you're less likely to get crashes due to running out of memory uh so that'll probably help people that have low gigabit gigabyte systems uh so probably four gigs or under actually honestly they... it's windows it's if you have chrome running you need more than eight gigs but they specify that it's just dealing with memory fragmentation and that it will even more noticeably help out with crashes on console, though the update doesn't come out till November 5th for console, I believe. So you have to wait a little bit, but less crashes if you're having them, hopefully. They said you might also see a slight uh, FPS increase. There's a chance. Which sounds it. good. Yeah. So I'll see how that goes. Um, and then lots of other... Tweaks and fixes, which we'll let you read through the patch notes, which I believe Lost already posted in chat and we'll include in the show notes. Yeah. Um, because grabbed... it's all sets. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When I was going through and figuring out what things from the patch notes to mention in the show notes, I just saw sets. I'm going to keep scrolling. There's more sets. I'm going to keep scrolling. Here's other items that I don't know anything about. I'm scrolling. I understand the story of Elder Scrolls. I do not know the mechanics of ESO very well. Yeah, and also, like, a lot of the skills and stuff that have changed and their numbers have been altered, and I know that the dots have been nerfed a little bit. Well, we're going to wait and kind of see how that rolls out before we kind of declare anything being broken, OP, awesome, bad. Um, I should see if I can get some of the, the more theory crafters on the show. I was talking to Wohler earlier yeah. in the chat. Maybe he'd be a good one to get on to talk about that stuff. I'll bug him later. Um, there is a giant divide in 
like in the most old school circles, it's called fluff versus crunch. Uh, I mean, I know the terms related to like people that play tabletop RPGs, those yeah, that really like, care about the story versus those that really care about the dice mechanics. Yeah, ex exactly. Like, I would say we're we kind of dip into both worlds, but we don't focus on the crunch that much. No. Only on the most technical articles. Yeah. So we really care about the minutia and the data so that we can record everything. <laughs> but not a lot of us are like meta level competitive and yeah. able to understand how all those things interact for a gameplay experience. But we can figure out exactly how many hit points a thing has and what the coefficients are on skilled increases and things of that sort. That's well, we us. can try at least. Sometimes it's confusing. Um, yeah, there's there's people out there that are way better, and if that's what you're looking for, that's there's tons of people, and we always recommend them, and I'd suggest you come and talk in our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash UESP, because there's lots of people discussing stuff all the time in our different channels, so it's a good idea. If you are interested in getting some of the more nitty-gritty details about builds and stats and things like that, uh, the podcast, we kind of just... I feel like no one would want to listen to us, but like, if we're just sitting here for like four hours going... Uh, the value of soul soul trap went from 0 0.002 there to is an 0. audience 0.003.4 there, there's an audience for that but i don't think it's the i don't think it's the same format. yeah i don't I think, think it's the they same nerfed soul trap by like 40% though so it was actually a really big change they did nerf it. i think it's 30% cuz it was 40 and they Maybe, yeah. less and made it to like a 30% overall uh, nerf but there are a lot of changes we'll probably discuss that at a later time uh, see what's going to happen but in the meantime, make sure you check all of the forums and different websites for figuring out what to do under builds. Because don't ask me, because as I told you already, I'm, <laughs> I rolled an Argonian because he looks pretty. So <laughs> I agree. I like the lizards. And then I think Alara added this last note. So please mm -hmm. take it away because I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see this until yeah. now, too. Um, so last week we were talking a little bit about the season of the Dragon Sweepstakes, and in the official rules they had listed the dates of the upcoming events. Um, I just had those up for, is it, yeah, uh, up till the New Life Festival. So the next one is the Witches Festival, which according to the rules here says it starts October 24th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. It's in three days and they've announced nothing. Right, That's which, yeah, very interesting. I thought it would be good to There's probably not much to announce. Up. Hey, it's, it's Witches true. Festival again. Everything's the exact same as it was before. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it tomorrow. I think they do a lot of like Tuesday announcements. Yeah, and they don't and want to do it before Dragon Hole, right. etc. Yeah. Also, oh, we have two Legends correspondents today. Oh no, who do we throw to? Uh, <laughs> well, let's just keep Alara on the roll here, and that's kind of all of our ESO news. So, do you want to discuss what's happened in Legends recently? Yep, there was just basically one new thing as far as news. There is the Noble Gauntlet this previous weekend, which only allowed commons and rares. Yep, I was terrible at it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it also didn't have of... horse armor, so it wasn't as exciting. But there was a lot of right. free packs, I think. I think they Were gave there? away one just for entering. Well, that would have been worth it, and I should have done it. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah, I didn't enter. It, I, I made a deck, and it was bad it didn't do well at all um at yeah, one point i, I was ranked 175th but i think that's because i got in there just i was probably one of the top 100 or first 175th games so 
Damn it. <laughs> That's rough. I think I took a screenshot yeah. of it too because I was like, ooh, look how fancy I am. <laughs> yeah, I guess another uh, thing with Legends, not really news, but uh, there is a bit of discussion about it like on Reddit and on our Discord and stuff. There's uh, some uh, searchers that you can do that are just kind of there for fun if you search your collection. So the uh, card, uh, let me find it again. Golden Initiate. Yeah, Golden Initiate. If you uh, so one of its uh, audio, its attack audio is Ita Oriel, but everyone says it sounds like Ita Oreo. So okay. if you go to your collection and you search for Oreo, it'll bring up the card Golden Initiate. Yep, <laughs> that's so funny. And uh, similarly, if you search for Toby, you will get the card Mills Chieftain. And this is because there is a bug pretty early on where it just displayed a good as the. Uh, just a string of random numbers and letters is the card title, and it started with two uh, zero B. So people started calling that card Toby, and so <laughs> yeah, you search Toby, it brings it up. And I think Delaro mentioned or Ilaro, pronounced that wrong, um, mentioned a couple of other ones. If you search Eolus, you'll see Bushwhack, which is one of the um, favorite cards of streamer Eolus. Mm-hmm. And uh, searching Moose will bring up the card Wilds Incarnate because that's <laughs> just people nickname it. And other nickname cards you can search for. Uh, uh, Noodle will bring up the uh, snake. I don't remember what it's called. But Territorial it's Viper. Yeah, That's that the 1-1 one. One, uh, with lethal? With charge? In charge. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And then uh, if you search pinch or peach, it'll bring up mud crabs. That's so mm-hmm. funny. Now here's the real twist. What happens if you search for UESB? That's a good question. I want to actually Absolutely try it. nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing right now. We've been shafted, so we have to talk to our friends at Sparky Pants to I think if you search that... UESP, you should get all of our card reveals. I think that should be <laughs> That would be rule. nice if they did that. But I just remembered another one of my scholarly pursuits which might uh <laughs> hinder this. So typically every Friday some of the guys from the Legends team will stream and just play Legends on stream. Oh god. H and Joey both on and playing together and for some reason Joey was answering some lore related things but he might have had a few errors and I might have stated so very clearly and got a like they read my note on stream so I did tell everyone come to UESP and we'll explain why Joey was wrong about everything so I don't know if that makes us friends with more of the community or makes us enemies of the devs. So what you're telling me, Lost, the former. is that you went on the stream and I'm actually Sparky Pants. <laughs> it was bad, though. Well, but yes, it? I did. I don't even um, remember what they said. He, were you wearing a red shirt that... at the time, too? Did you, like, red shirt guy I, them? I don't know. Isn't I it think false he dad said something dead? like, Uriel Septim's death is what brought in the third era, and Martin Septim's death is what brought in the fourth era. But he said, no, not death. Martin Septim disappeared. Yeah, that's oh. accurate. But he was talking about the plane meld. Yeah, that's accurate. Martin Septim, he, he's the guy responsible <laughs> for ESO, right? It just... Things got bad, and I started feeling small amounts of physical nerd pain. And so I'm like, what are you doing? You're trolling us, right? I also got two free packs just for being in the stream. So that was nice. See, this is 
this is the difference between me and Lost, is that... Just one difference. Literally, there are no other differences between the two of us. Like, we're married to the same person, we live in the same house, same Wait. haircut, everything else. Wait, is- what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, more topics for the after show now. Uh, on that note, there will be a Bethesda game day event. <laughs> On Saturday, the 26th of October, in London, United Kingdom, which is still currently a part of the EU. Is that, that I believe that is accurate. Currently driving Lost Car. No, that's in the hail. Um, we don't know how much Elder Scrolls content there will be there, uh, but they've been promised free drinks, uh, Bethesda-themed quizzes, and merchandise prizes. Uh, so the easiest way to get a hold of a free ticket is to visit twitter.com slash Bethesda underscore UK and I'll get someone to link that in the chat and in the show notes. I'll add it for all of our fantastic audio listeners who we love and cherish so very, very much. Google, Um, Twitter, Bethesda UK. Wow. (laughs) Okay, I will copy and paste this. Okay, no, Lara is a good person. I'm like lost in Hyrule (laughs) and is sister wives or whatever's going on over there <laughs> um and click on the autumn social link while you're there and the event starts at 5 p.m bst so, so jokes beside <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know where this is going and i'm terrified like the one difference between me and lost is that i'll talk about something very casually and lost won't talk about the same topics casually that i will I don't know that Lost has casual conversations. I think everything is direct and has a point and agenda behind it. Like, I'll say something like, uh, yes, you suspect me and Molag Ball, don't you? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, AKB and I had mild conflicts, uh, actually twice in the last week or two. Yes. Oh, and- really? Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, like, I approach conversations from a different point of view. And, like, for more serious topics, I will get down to business. I'll go, like, okay, like, yada, yada. Like, super technical conversations. I will just focus on the minute and all of that. But for everything else, I'll go, like, I don't really care. I... So I guess I'm the same, except I consider conversations about Elder Scrolls elves to be the serious kind (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) What is my life? But the thing is, when we that causes the clash, because I'll say something broad strokes like I don't really mean it. And we'll get into a fight over what I meant. Like, what was that thing we were talking about the other day where I said, like, everyone, it was, I say this happens enough that I'm sure it'll happen again. It's just, that's the only (laughs) difference between me and Lost. And I just wanted to address that. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to fight with you, Lost. I think you're a great guy. I take things too seriously and I'm too technical. And, and sometimes AKB's lackadaisical attitude 
Which is weird because why is the robot the one that's lackadaisical? You. <laughs> Granted, my wife calls me a robot sometimes, so maybe I need to change my profile picture. <laughs> you guys should saying... swap. Have uh, a swap for a day. I mean, I am serious about other things. It's just like there's a hard switch for me between this is a entirely serious topic to this I is Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Not even necessarily Elder Scrolls. Like, there's stuff in the Elder Scrolls I take more seriously, uh, like the wiki, of course. But for conversations about it, I'm just not a serious guy. Speaking it. of serious topics, we should move on to our topic now. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry about that tangent. It's okay. We love tangents here on the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. It's basically what we do. People like to know that there's drama among the hosts, right? There's always drama every day. <laughs> basically, what I do in my spare time is just deal with drama between these guys. It's un unbelievable, everybody. It's extremely no. mild drama. I joke. It's And we're adults enough to say, hey, sorry, I was a tiny bit agitated. Oops. And you're like, yep, that's <laughs> it. And we're fine. And speaking of fine... We're coming up. That was the worst segue I think I've ever pulled off. <laughs> by the way, I just like to. I, I, I'm fully calling that one out. That was terrible. And speaking of uh, fine. And, and speaking of fine, <laughs> let's move on. Um, speaking of fine, AKB. Ooh, turns us into something about yourself. Uh, no, so season of the dragon now, is hold on over. A second. Is AKB's screen frozen? Because I realize it he's is. still talking to. Okay. I am actually t still talking to Zaji. But it is frozen. Okay. There we go. Got it's it. back. We fixed it. <laughs> Hooray. Um, no, so Season the of the Dragon is over, essentially. We still have a little bit left, but for the most part, it's over now. Um, I think it's been good. I imagine you guys also. How do you guys feel about it overall? I have no idea, but it sounds cool. I have mixed feelings. Oh, yeah, because you, don't, you just a different got episode. Yeah, you just got access to Elsewhere. So. Oh, yeah. How are you enjoying Elsewhere? I I played it for the one event, and it's now sitting on back burner, and I'll get to it once I finish base game stuff. <laughs> Come on. I told you that before you got it. It's true. Plus, Guild Wars 2 Halloween started, so I've been doing that a little bit. <gasps> Traitor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, hang your head in shame as you say that. But yeah, so Season of the Dragon has happened, and I think overall, amongst the community... People have been happy with the way that that's worked out yeah. overall. I think it's nice to have that cohesive story. There's some minor points that people may or may not like, but I think overall as an, um, as a kind of a new standard going forward, the season approach kind of works. Um, so prefacing this with the fact that I haven't had a chance to play Dragonhold at all. I've been avoiding mostly the spoilers. I know kind of what we're going to be doing and things like that, but I don't know if there's been anything determined from people analyzing the final quest or what's happened on the PTS or if there's been data mines or anything like that. So I'm completely oblivion, ob oblivion. <laughs> Good night. I'm done. Oh. Oblivious. So I will say to that. There so, are like spoilers, but I'm not going to spoil it for the other hosts. 
there are hints of what they're probably going to do next. Yeah, are they just in the Dragonhold questing yourself that you found, or have they been in the like? I feel like if there's any hints in Northern elsewhere, we can essentially say like, cool. If you haven't finished that out, too bad. So uh, again, not gonna spoil it for my host. I'm just saying. Yeah, sorry, lost. <laughs> I it's guess like everyone put their like. If you want spoilers, don't want spoilers, pal. And you could put your hands over your ears right now. <laughs> now you can hear better. Yeah, but he can hear better. Um, no, we'll leave out the spoilers from any of the Dragonhold uh, questing right now. But kind of just wondering what people think might be kind of what we're going to be looking forward to. I like that uh, Skyrim Fantasy in the chat says Season of the Nerf is coming up next. Oof. <laughs> That's a rough theme for a lot. That would be a hard year to pull off is just screwing over every class build. Um, so kind of what do we expect going forward as the next chapter slash next theme and what are our hopes kind of so we'll start with akb get you out of the way because you are the one that has some ideas of what it might be what i did this wasn't my idea (laughs) it was joking it was all his idea it it was my idea for a show topic after pilot and went like yo guys i need a show topic what do you think we should do and i'm like hey why don't we talk about what the next year is since they said they're going to do this again? And yes, they have, uh, they did say there's going to be another year long themed event, yep. just like Year of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a Skyrim based one. Yeah. That's a pretty and, safe bet, I would say. And it's the super safe bet. Uh, I have a more crazy position, but I'm curious if anyone else has that same crazy position. My other hosts, but basically what I think is going to happen is we're going to Skyrim. It's all going to focus on Skyrim and shouting uh, the new quests. The new skill line is going to be dragon shouting. Hmm. Interesting. Now, my main argument for that being the case, like, not spoilers, they already have all the assets for Skyrim, right there. They don't have to do much more work for it. But do you think they want to make it... So, a non-Dragonborn can learn shouts, we know. Absolutely. Yeah. But, do they want to take... Uh, I guess that might not be bad. It just seems odd that they would add it into the vestige, also being able to shout and be able to do everything. But they can already do basically everything anyways, so... I mean, they're literally in a, a mortal super being that completely rewrites the fate of Tamriel by themselves. Yeah, so it kind of checks maybe, out. And maybe it'd be kind of limited with the skill lines, too. Like, you'd have to choose one shout or another or something. Potentially, yeah. Interesting. One of the things I've heard people mention a lot is that they would want to save Skyrim till 2021 because yes, of the 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. That's my. It's also the 15th year anniversary of Oblivion. So, so maybe we're going to be closing uh, Oblivion Gates all next year. They're just going to be like, oops, the, we forgot. It's already happened the before. The anniversary thing seems like not the strongest. Like, it's still going to be a really cool throwback, even if it's not on the 10-year thing. Yeah. 
but I'm not sure one way or another. I mean, it's been long enough that, you know. The last uh, one they it's did It's not like was, they're coming back too soon. Right. Uh, it's worth noting that they did, oh, hey, 15th year anniversary, we're doing something Morrowind related. Like, the initial announcements did tie in uh, the Morrowind thing to the fact that it was the 15th year anniversary. Okay. There's some merit there. It's a good point. Yeah, that's the only one we have so far. But there's only when was so the that would be for 2021. Uh, they would do something that ties into Cyrodiil, and for 2020 they would do something that tied into Skyrim. Other way around. If oh, they no. followed that, it would be 2021. Would be the Skyrim. is Skyrim's 10 year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, and the 15th year anniversary for Oblivion. Oh, oh I thought right. you were saying 2020 mm. would be the 15th, but no, it'd be the same. Okay. Yeah, both of them. So, I can't see an entire, well, maybe, an entire year being based on something Oblivion-related seems tricky. I don't think you can have Mehrun's Dagon also pulling together an invasion and then redoing an invasion in the next 700 years. No, but it could take us to another Oblivion realm. But could you do an entire year set in the dead months? In four? Different ones? Yeah. I mean, it's a year of content. Um, Visit four different Oblivion planes. Yeah. The major one is Shivering Isles, because, again, they have that sitting around. Uh, They do for a a short PvP one. Not PvP. uh, uh, Dungeon, Deadlands, and... Mm. What would be the other... Colored Rooms. Sure, colored rooms would be the other zone. Yeah, I think it's the second zone. You go to the colored rooms. I'm sure that they could make it work if they chose to do it, but it seems it does seem forced. Seems too extravagant. Yeah, especially considering how much of the map still needs to get filled out. Right. If they do add any, yeah, I think about the only parts of Cyrodiil that haven't been added yet is pretty much just the uh, southeastern part. If I'm remembering correctly. It's still pretty empty, is it not? So, like, yeah, the stuff going south down to the coast and then the stuff going west to the coast, except for where the Gold Coast is at. So there's two big chunks that are sort of not filled in yet, but I don't know that there's anything there that makes it a cool enough zone for a full-on expansion. I mean, they can just make it one. Well, right, they can (laughs) But I mean, so, having an expansion Colovia, that's set in Leowin. Colovia is super boring. Uh, that's like legitimately canon that no one lives here during this time frame. Well, that's because of the war, not because it's boring. No, it's no one lives because, here because of the opposite. Because it, it's I guess terrifying. They yeah, they it's a um, not very populated location. There's right. not much to do in Colovia. Just period. Uh, Nibane, they could do stuff with, but. I don't know. Do they really want to do more stuff in Cyrodiil? It well, seems it, it could do long it, but it seems hard. Know. It seems odd that they would add more Cyrodiil content that wouldn't be PvP based. It seems like it'd be like, oh, we're going to no, not that Cyrodiil, the the other one. And again, well, the whole Gold Coast wasn't PvP based. True. True. Yeah. That, yeah. That's behind a wall. Which it, <laughs> but the, that's the thing. Oh, yeah, Baron built like. Five of these freaking walls. <laughs> it's true. They're gonna so, think. but when you think about the chapters, so going to Vardenfell, 
or Somerset Isles or elsewhere, those all are pretty standout places, either for just going somewhere we haven't been before yeah. or huge nostalgia in a unique place. I can't really see Leowin or Skingrad or like those areas of oblivion being the center of something that justifies an expansion the same yeah. way. I agree. What about like, uh, I don't know, vampires because the Count in, um, Skingrad and Oblivion was a vampire. Maybe they'd do something about that. I don't know. You could do that. Year of a Vampire could possibly work out. And, okay. Hunting yeah. down different sets of vampires. Granted, we've had a lot of vampire dungeons, but hunting vampire down Lord. different families of vampires scattered throughout Tamriel. And then the werewolf bands will be fairly upset by this. Well, we had the DLC. Yeah, we had the DLC. I'm okay with that. Actually, it could just be like a a season of the Van Helsing. I don't know what a good term is to summarize those two. I think that is the best term. Yeah. Straight up monster hunting. Which could work out okay. Season but, of the Wild or, Hunt. What about were creatures? Because there's so many in Elder Scrolls lore. Um, the season of the witch. <laughs> yeah, we get a uh, were sharks finally. <laughs> were sharks. I would be okay if I would honestly buy something just to see them try to do a were shark. <laughs> when I first started thinking about the topic, the only two things I thought of were just what sections of the map are big enough that you could get a zone and a chapter in it. Western and Skyrim. Skyrim's, Skyrim's definitely one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they would want to save that for a 10 year re- anniversary or just do it. And the other one that stands out as having somewhere that's interesting and big enough would be Hammerfell. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of inclined towards that one, whether there's any hints to it besides Psy existing, because I think TES six is going to be Hammerfell. It would be kind of cool for ESO to go in and put some stuff out and then the next game reflect on it. So I, and it would be oh. cool to do that sooner rather than later. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's going to be one of those, like either, I guess were, there's only two options. They're going to do it or they're not going to do it. But I thought they were, t- yeah, I thought they've been told that the zones will be off limits. Not thought, specifically, not specifically the, like they haven't said like Hammerfell's off limits, but I thought they've mentioned before in a conversation that the, the next Elder Scrolls game zone, they've been kind of been like, okay, off limits for a bit. Interesting. I don't if know so, for I sure. I feel like a quote. I, I think um, if it were Hammerfell, uh, one of the options for a skill line could be like the sword singing, and maybe there could be something based on that just for the story. Yeah. Like thematically, I think that's definitely going to be something that would be in Elder Scrolls Six if that's the way things go. But I would think that they wouldn't bring it into ESO because the whole point is that it's almost a completely forgotten art and Psy is trying to revive it. I guess he could succeed, but I just thought that really they don't bring it back basically ever until suddenly Elder Scrolls six happens. And then you're some fabled prophetic hero. Yeah, they could do it, but it seems like too big of a power to give to the adventurers in the world, even though vestige is a big deal. And we're going to give them shouts though. Yeah. That (laughs) one also seems too big, but they will probably do it. Yeah. It's just the thing that shouts are around. Shouts have shouts have shouts. known practitioners and a place where you can learn them. Yeah, Though that's true. The, those and guys you don't are have to be special, so they probably wouldn't want to teach you because you wanted to go use it for war. 
Maybe they're all utility skills. What if they added in like special utility skills? How does the uh, grappling hook work? We've not talked about that. It's basically it's... you press E when you look at one of them and it shoots you across. So it's only specific targets. Yeah. Yes. It could have been a lot cooler, but it's a, uh, it's there. If least. they made it too much cooler, I think it would be problematic. So what if they made shouts somewhat like that and that it's special abilities that you gain that aren't combat abilities, but they're just enhancements to how you interact with the world? Because then the peaceful graybeards could teach you some non-combat shouts and do stuff. I'd personally like a clear sky shout in ESO because as far as I know, the weather <laughs> is... the weather uh, for everyone yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. It's just so annoying. Permanently sunny. Especially... Yeah, especially when you're trying to take your screenshots for the wiki. It always has to rain just at that point. <laughs> it's also always night. That's true, that as well. Is it night shorter than daytime in the game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is. We talked about that before. Not sure enough. <laughs> it's always nighttime in ESO. It's currently nighttime. You're inside. It's never sunny in Tamriel Delpha. That's not right. <laughs> um, okay, so I... My only concern with Hammerfell would be they don't want ZeniMax Online Studios building out the architecture, terrain, and all of those like individual aspects if they are going to use that for The Elder Scrolls Six. Because then either Bethesda has to be super heavily involved in mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls Online to be able to be like, you can't put, like, we've already built out this quest. You can't put this building here. Or the other way around, where they're like, okay, you guys do it first, and we'll just like fit stuff in. I don't know. We'll make it work. But I can't imagine Bethesda. I can't imagine that happening at all. <laughs> like, but that's just going to tell, I think they said they're up to like a 200, 300 person team, somewhere around there. Yeah. Laura, do you remember? I don't remember. We'll have to look at that later. Uh, but. What, are they just going to tell several hundred people? Sorry, we got to wait for Zoss's team to finish it so we can uh, yeah. make sure it matches. Yeah, or are they just only... going to tell them? Or are they just going to tell Zoss, don't touch it? I wouldn't be surprised though, is if when the Elder Scrolls Six came out, if Zenimax did a tie-in with yeah. that and then release a chapter as that like. If you buy the Elder Scrolls Six, you get this chapter free, which is the same place. So blah blah blah. Like, like I can see that happening. I absolutely see that happening. Yeah. Because uh, then they just basically strip all the assets that Bethesda's making, and they're like, yeah, "Cool, we've got your map." Yeah, I double checked our interview with Todd, and he said that um, at Bethesda Game Studios, they have just under four hundred people. Yeah. Just under four hundred. Okay. Yeah, so that's a pretty big team. That's a lot of people to tell to sit on their hands. So for the next season, do you guys think the location-based thing is more likely or the thematic thing, like Oblivion or witches and vampires and stuff? Which do you think is more likely? I think it's going to be a bit of both. Um, okay. The season is going to be based on a theme. The chapter will be the location-based, and they'll try to tie it in. So if it's Skyrim, for example, it'll be like Season of Frost or something like that. Um, and then what it'll be is like kind of a Skyrim-based things, but it's like there's a cold has descended upon Tamriel because of this Daedric Prince has these plans to do something, something like that. Or if um, it's like with 
uh, werewolves. It could be, you know, based around like companions and everything. Oh, Maybe you're part of the Silver Dawn or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that will be involved. Um, any kind of crazy ideas, though? Maybe I would pronounce it wrong. Uh, here's what they're going to Here's the. Yes, that's the crazy idea. Go to Atmora. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Atmora um, and Akavir. Oh, it'll be Season of the Unknown. We go to Pyandania, Akavir, Atmora, and where's the other one that'll be a public dungeon? I always thought it was Piandonia. Is it Piandonia? I don't remember it being pronounced ever, but that's just I what I read it as. Yeah. Pyandonia just sounds super wrong to me, but it's Pydonia. definitely feasible. Pydonia. It's not Pydonia, because there's an and in there. I think Nyan for Nyan Cat, so I think Pyandonia. I just think basically Pylon, but I've ripped that's... out the L <laughs> and the W. <laughs> I think that's actually more likely than you'd think. I don't think they're going to Akavir, though, because I think that's permanent. We know they're not going to Akavir, don't we? Ever. They've, they've yes, claimed we... they're staying in the continent of Tamriel for the foreseeable future. But we were... is Pyandania a separate continent, or is it actually still part of Tamriel? That is a matter of... Much smaller, though, I believe. It's a... They could say it's part of Tamriel if they really wanted to. I don't know. And... We don't know how far it is. <laughs> Yeah, you Nobody know, if they didn't knows. go that route, then maybe the Marmor can be a playable race. Oh, that would so... cause so much... There'd be so much art angry. <laughs> Lost is already seething the... at, like, I can see his, like, vein <laughs> popping in his neck. I think that's probably the most feasible, though, of any race that they could add. I, I just... think it could be, but I just don't think they're going to add any more. I think Elder Scrolls is set with ten. I would just... Well, it took how many days to... Or how many games to get some of the races like uh orc and stuff they only ever added uh, orc and imperial and those in Morrowind. but the yeah. dumb mobile games took out argonian according to the uesp argonians and khajiit and of course redguard you can only play redguard i would that's just... your one guy though that's okay i would just like to locate say that pyandania is an island continent Located to the far southwest of Tamriel. So it does say it's a separate continent, which means it's likely that they're not actually going there. Because they have said they want to stay on the continent of Tamriel. Mm. So, where on the map? So, there's Hammerfell still needs to be fleshed out. Skyrim still needs to be fleshed out. There's I mean, some Black Marsh. Marsh but they yeah. just did Merkmire, and I, I can't don't see think them they can doing do with anything else. Yeah, I don't. Soul well, time. I think they could, but they don't want to. Soulslime? Um, Soulslime. There's okay, so Marland on the eastern side. So yep. Skyrim, do a sk- central Skyrim chapter, yeah, chapter, and then a Solstheim zone DLC. Or pu- that, Solstheim public dungeon well. seems more like. You've heard of Season of do. the Dragon. Now get ready for Season, season of the Drunkards. Wait, what? <laughs> now get ready for Season of the Moist. Oh, <laughs> no one liked that. <laughs> Why did you just call it the wet season? <laughs> the rainy season. Just yeah, the rainy season. You know, if they did uh, end up doing a Skyrim, uh, well, any sort of zone, I wonder if they're going to fix uh, part of the map where, you know, East March, Winterhold, because that's no. just so messed up. 
They will. They usually go in and fix the different things when they add the zones. Like, they go back and fix those things. Yeah, like Bartonville. I know they made more detailed. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised. I hope they do. I'm still saying no. Beat Skyrim (laughs) so that I'll actually get nostalgia if I go to a ESO Skyrim zone. How far did you make it into Skyrim? Uh, I don't remember. He beat Skyrim Pinball before he beat Skyrim. <laughs> this is correct. What about very I'm... special edition? Have you beat that? Very special edition? There's yeah. no end for that game. It's Isn't just there? nothing but it's nothing but radiant quests. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be playing that for the rest of your life. Correct. It is the perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> History buff hasn't finished it yet either. We're buddies now. Plus, he likes the hist, so that's cool too. <laughs> yeah, Oblivion's the only Elder Scrolls main game that I've finished, but I finished the Legend stories and I finished Pinball. Moving up in the world. <laughs> awesome. So, any other crazy theories on where we're going next, or not so crazy? If you have any other, yeah. So, okay. So, is there anywhere else? So, we Hammerfell, Skyrim. And there's just uh, chunks Marsh. of Black Marsh and Cyrodiil and then a little bit of Morrowind, but I can't really see them doing any of those last three. There's not enough to me in Cyrodiil to make it... I'm sure they could do it. I can't currently imagine what it would look like, though. They'll have to at some point, right? Maybe. Like, I think yeah. they said at one point that they plan to fill in the whole map eventually. Uh, but I like... was pretty happy with Season of the Moist. <laughs> And like moist. going back to Black Marsh doesn't make sense after Merkmire. And going but back to Morrowind cu- doesn't make sense after Morrowind. In a couple different chapters, like in 2022. I can see that. Like Maybe, yeah. Because like they have to come up with a bunch of new stuff that doesn't, you know, go over the old stuff. I mean, Telvani would be unique and new, so they could do it. It's just it's, I think, a harder sell if you're saying Morrowind 2 oh, or Black However, if it's Morrowind 2, the like Ancestral Tomb Boogaloo, <laughs> I am 100% in for that chapter. If basically they're just like, you're going back to Morrowind and we've unlocked all the doors. Uh, so uh, yeah. Gremlin with the top hat asked how much of uh, Valenwood is filled in. I believe all of it is. 100%. Yeah. Same with High Rock. From the base game. Yeah, and so there actually is a point of content uh, to consider. There uh, could they have content? Oops, see enough to do a season or at least to do some DLCs in areas that already have their maps filled in. Could you somehow have alternate versions of zones? It'd be I wonder a lot. if they would. Like, I wonder if they'd improve the landscape, the existing zones, because a lot of the base game ones just are not as good compared to what's coming out in the recent DLCs. What if they go back and edit? I don't think they're ever going to go back to the old uh, zones. I think they, if they want to exist for longer than, I guess, what, five more years, they have to. They have to do something in the old zones. So either it's a tech change and they've now opened up a way that you can go to, depending on how you get there, they're like, oh, take this portal. And then you're in the new version of it but or something they, like that. Yeah, maybe they also do stuff like um, the Daedric realms, though. That's another uh, option. I don't uh, yeah, but they can't just do any like like ESO Cataclysm. I don't think that's going to be a thing. 
I wouldn't be surprised at some point because even Cataclysm also happened not for lore reasons, for holy crap, the like the gameplay is falling apart yeah. because it's been so long since we built this game. We need to go back and fix stuff. And if I think about where the technology world will be in five years, they're going to be like, we need to fix some of this stuff because some of our systems don't play on 64-bit processors because now we're using something different. Like, hmm. Oh. One, right? <laughs> one thing that I hope they do as a DLC is Fallen ST. Because right now it's just vanished, but that could be its own, like, yeah. its own, like, similar to Clockwork City. Yeah, they could do some, but those ones don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd want to see, like, a Clockwork City type zone for a full chapter. Not a full chapter necessarily, but maybe it's part of something else. Yeah, as, like, the, the zone DLC. Mm-hmm. I like that. But that's what I want to see, like, they go through, fill in the zones. They could do a Morrowind Black Marsh combo chapter that's got some story about that, like about the Dreads taking them for slavery and you have to go in and save them. Things like that. Like you're banning, they've banned. Unfortunately, slavery. that'll alienate half the player base. <laughs> There'll be a contention on that one. All the Dunmer fans. Ugh. <laughs> Can't handle them. Um, But yeah, I think they could do the. I think they could build the tech out of the, like, oh, go through this portal and you're basically a year in the future of when that original quest was supposed to have happened. And they could use the landscape, update it slightly. Maybe the, like, the anchors have started to fall apart, like, things like that. This hits our second problem of they tried not to have a timeline and have it all set in the same year. They're going to have to break with that eventually too, right? They will. I mean, really. it's already ridiculous, but to redo zones, they have to do it. I thought they, the, a chapter exists in a year, not everything. Well, that's kind of what people thought originally, because I believe it was in um, Orsinium. There was uh, some kind of lore book that mentioned like the following year, but I think it was edited or removed or something. It's still there, pretty sure. Okay. So there's a single journal from a bird watcher whose his journal account. <laughs> the most reliable of sources, bird watchers. <laughs> he says it's 583 because he's tra- in his journal tracking why he's Here's... looking for birds. And then every since then they've never talked about it. All of the dates associated with elsewhere make it sound like it's 582. And then I think Tuttle came out in Lord basically saying. We want the timeline and the order of events to be up to players, and so we mm-hmm. assume everything happens in the same year. Yeah, I remember something to the effect. It's not a tenable Here's... position, but it's what they're going with. Yeah. Here's where I am with that, is that if they wanted us to have that information, it wouldn't be something hard to find. Yeah. Like, basic things about the setting. Oh, what year is it? We don't have that information, because they don't want us to have that information. Uh... Yeah, they for don't want plates. us to have it also for the, like, the sole purpose of they just don't yeah. want to hamstring themselves. Exactly. Uh, same thing with Blades. Like, where does Blades take place? I don't know. It's here, though. <laughs> but it where never exactly? Says, I don't know. It doesn't even ever say Cyrodiil. Yeah, No, it doesn't, the... but it eliminates every other option. I would argue against that, but my point is, if they wanted it to be an actual place... It would be an actual place. It's not, though. It's not a detail that we're supposed to ever have. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. 
or it's going to be part of some big grand reveal. Mm. History buffs asking about Tiber Septim. He comes about 300 years after ESO. 260-something. I can't remember exactly. It's close to that. 582 is when ESO is happening, and ES, uh, Tiber Septim's stuff is going on in, like, 896. Maybe that's when he finishes winning the war. I don't know exactly. So about 300 years. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they're going to do that big of a time jump. Because then that becomes a whole other level of problems that now the vestige is actually the one that activated the Numidin or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that just sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I, as interesting as an idea that is, and I don't think they're going to play that hard into the we are immortal and make us go 300 years in the future. <laughs> I would I still love, though, for one of the, like, a vestige like that's like a very like weird thing to show up somewhere in Elder Scrolls Six. I think that needs to happen. Like some reference to the vestige, at least. I honestly don't think like anything from ESO is getting referenced. I think they'll have there. I think in lore books or something like that, they'll they'll make some. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I bet they will not. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm inclined to think that they won't talk about the plane meld in very much detail. Correct. Now, it's weird I... that it wouldn't have been talked about in any of the previous games if it's ever going to be talked about. Sure. No, but I think there'll be something like it'll be more Easter eggy things like the they'll talk about like the chattering skull yeah. from the Sigic quest line or something like I that. I could be like an Easter adventurer apparently stuff. worked with this skull in the past or something like that and they talk about that or like he shows up in one of the quests and they're like, you remind me of somebody else that I met a long time ago. Like little Easter eggs like that. I can see like Shio level stuff from Skyrim referencing oblivion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Grimmel at the top hat's got a good one. Seeing Cadwell's pot that's stuck in a museum somewhere. <laughs> that'd be funny. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Stuff like that. I can see happening. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Well, but yeah, overall point is that there's, brand new uncharted territory for ESO coming up and it's going to be really cool probably and we're looking forward to it <laughs> probably <laughs> I at least is on the know. fence I doubt they're going to do anything that's just not interesting that seems so unlikely okay think... if they come out with an expansion and it is nothing but explore physical manifestations of Vivek's philosophy and poetry I'm out Oh, just like an entire, um, the entire chapter is you've been teleported into the sermons themselves. And Done. you have to play all of the events of each sermon going through. And it's actually the season of Vivek, okay. or the season of Muatra that lasts 31 years. They so, finally let you join the Census and Excise uh, Guild. Yep. And you spend an entire year just doing tax paperwork. So I am suddenly realizing that the sermon's one of those, not the taxes part. The sermon's idea could play out like a really cool Psychonauts version of the game. And that could be pretty sweet. So never mind, I'm kind of on board. That is, yeah, not a lame idea. That's actually a really cool one. Yeah. Just no more writings from Vivek, please. We have enough. 
Vivek in person, the way he talks is cool. I don't like the stuff that guy writes. Yeah, he crazy. <laughs> and on that note, that's all we got. I think that's all we've got for tonight. Um, I think we'll stick around and do a little bit of a post post game show where we analyze the hoops that have been shot and all the other sports related terminology that everybody tunes in every week to listen to. <laughs> awesome. But anybody else have any final thoughts on things before we sign off for the night or week? I guess it is. No, nope. I'm all set. As AKB thinks of his final thing to interrupt me with, I just want to thank everybody for listening and joining us. If you join live, remember you can find us every Monday night, assuming that catastrophe hasn't uh, struck in the pylon household. Uh, otherwise, we'll be here every Monday night at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Oh, wait. We're still in daylight time. Eastern Daylight Time for now. Is Eastern Time. Eastern Time. Just Eastern Time. <laughs> uh, you'll find us here on twitch.tv slash UESP. And if you want to chat with us off air, you can find us at discord.gg slash UESP or just search UESP on any of our various social media platforms. And on behalf of myself, Lost, Baratron, who's with us, Alara, and AKB. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we hope you have some fantastic adventures in Nern. Bye for now.